And hello once again, and welcome to Scene, the Sports Events Entertainment Network brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. I'm Catherine Nero, your host. And in this next series of podcasts, we are going to be talking to winners of recent awards from the 4S Summit. So we're going to learn from those award winners and uh, what it took to get them there. And actually, what's next as well. Today, we chat with Ben Hugler, the Director of Event Services at Erie Sports. Ben, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me on, Catherine. I'm really looking forward to this. All right, let's talk about how you got to where you are there at Erie Sports. Tell us about your career journey, how this all started, and your current role as well. Yeah, happy to share. Uh, I'm a Erie native, grew up here, um, went to Slippery Rock University, which is a little bit near Pittsburgh. And then after college, I did my internship out in Chicago. So I moved away and uh, luckily was hired on with the organization I did my internship with, and um, they produce family touring events. So kind of a, a little different, unique. So uh, the company is called Feld Entertainment. They produce events like Ringling Brothers, Barnum & Bailey Circus, uh, Disney on Ice, Disney Live, motorsports such as Monster Jam, uh, Monster Energy Supercross. We did bull riding, drag racing. Wow. Um, you know, so I really went heavy into the event side of it and you know, got pretty excited about the opportunity to travel. So on the production side, I was on the road about 90 days a year, traveling to cities across the country and internationally as well, producing events. So I did that for about a decade. Um, my wife said, hey, we're moving back to Erie, Pennsylvania. That's where our roots are. So I said, all right, let's do it. And got the opportunity to work remotely. Um, you know, I was one of probably maybe maybe about five employees out of the company at the time of about 2000 employees that got to do it. You know, so it was very rare back then when I first started. Um, and they decided to move the company to Florida. There's a, a great warehouse. They're going to do all the rehearsals out of Florida. And I said, you know, I'm, I have roots in Erie. I chose to come back here. I'm going to stay. So that kind of led me to another path where I produced events for a company called Burt Markets. They did conferences, you know, pharmaceutical, and uh, they also did um, software conferences. And I had to wear a suit to go to those. So I traveled a lot less, but I didn't want to wear a, a shirt. different than the Ringling day. Brothers thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So still on the, the, the event side, but in, in conference rooms, you know, as opposed to actually seeing crowds cheer when you're done with your event. Um, so a different kind of feel for it. And then I learned about the Erie Sports Commission and, and sports tourism. I said, you know, I come with the experience now of traveling to events and seeing what the event side needs and, you know, what they're they're asking for what they want. Now I have the opportunity to bring them to my town and, you know, help them with those kind of you know, those tasks along the way and, um, you know, I jumped on that and I've been with the organization for six years now and, and enjoying it quite a bit. That's an interesting background. You you pointed it out initially, but especially being that Erie native, but also see, seeing the world and seeing it from an event side and being able to kind of know both ends of it, both the hometown part of it and the events coming in as well. That's got to give you an advantage. It does. You know, it's really interesting because I, I come with that background of every little detail matters, you know. So as you're, as you're going through it as an event planner, you just want to make sure you start with the great venue, the, the place that that's going to check all the boxes, you know, and um, their goal is to have as many people register as possible, you know. So on the Erie side, we love to have as many people from out of town come to our events. Um, but as an event organizer, that's not important to them. They just want to have as many people sign up or, or buy tickets, you know, whatever the case might be. Um, you know, so being able to see it from their perspective and not be kind of pigeonholed into what I need out of it. You know, my success is really generated by how they succeed. You know, if they don't win, then I don't win. You know, so it's kind of an interesting perspective. So let's talk about you mentioned you, you're into those details that had to be part of the reason that the 4S Summit recognized you. Let's talk about the project that you and your organization was recently honored for. Happy to share with you on it. So we applied and luckily won the, the marketing campaign of the year for our event, Lake Erie Cycle Fest. So this event uh, started in 2017 by a few event organizers that came together. 
uh, and produced it. It's a, an all cycling weekend, pretty much. And the whole purpose was to raise money for their nonprofits. So they did it up through COVID. And then COVID gave them the opportunity to kind of sit back and they did one uh, virtual event and they said, send for someone else to take the reins. We're going to try a different way to raise money for our nonprofits. Um, and the event was going to go away, basically. Mm. And they said, uh, does anybody want to raise their hand and just take this over? And nobody raised their hand, you know. So <laughs> we stepped in as the sports commission said, we're not going to allow this to go away. We're going to we're going to make it happen. Um, so we went out and found completely different nonprofits and, and found people that we said, would you come together with us? And rather than having to run the whole event, because it took a week out of their day, you know, out of their schedule to run mm. this, you run one event and we'll handle all the marketing. So we found five nonprofits that did five unique different rides and they're only responsible for their Thursday ride or their Saturday ride. Um, you know, so we took that task on and what we're really good at is when we learn about something and we find a partner, we shout about it, you know, so we don't really run a whole lot of events. Our goal is to find the people that are experts in that field and then we'll do a great job of shouting it out and, and marketing it to the, the communities in our surrounding region. Um, so we took that role on and you know, held a lot of different meetings and, and we're happy to get um, the five nonprofits, which is, which is our Erie Downtown Partnership. We have Because You Care, which is an animal shelter, Asbury Woods, which is a nature center, the Prescow Partnership and Bike Erie. Um, so very unique and different partnerships and none of them compete with each other. So it's kind of beautiful in that way. And we took on the task of, you know, how do we get more people to register and raise more money for your, your nonprofit? That's an amazing way to look at it, to kind of parcel it out like that. So for other organizations who are like, huh, let's, let me see how I can maybe apply that to what we're doing. What are some best practices that, that, that you found in this plan that can be transferable to other organizations? Yeah. So what we did was we looked for organizations that um, already run some sort of event, you know, and it wasn't a cycling one. So some of them done uh, kayaking events. Another one may have done a run, you know, through the woods. Um, you know, so we said, you can take that little bit of expertise and add it to this one. And, you know, how does it sound that the work won't be as heavy as it would have been if you took it all on? We're going to handle the registration part of it. We're going to uh, handle the, you know, divvying up the funds at the end of it. We're going to do the marketing, the press conference, all that good stuff. Um, and all you guys have to do is run one great event on one day, you know, and take the feedback from the surveys and improve it every year uh, to make it better. You know, so for us, it was really who else is out there that wants to do it? And, and and it's also, how do you grow it? So we don't want it to be the same cycling event every every year. So what we thought is, what's another path we could take? And we targeted mountain biking. So we found the North American Mountain Bike Association said, how about you guys do a Saturday ride in the, in the afternoon? Um, and that brought a whole new audience to the registrations. And that's the only actual race as part of it. The rest of the weekend is basically just going out and having fun and riding as a group. Um, so we targeted them. And you know, the next year after that, we said, we do this great ride around Presque Isle State Park, which is our, our best asset in our community. How can we make it better? And they uh, worked with the lighthouse. So now you get to stop and, and take a walk up to the top of the lighthouse and see the sunrise oh, in the great. Sunday. You know, and that became you know one of the biggest selling points for that ride. Uh, and the year prior, we didn't do that, but we did a pancake breakfast at the Rotary. Um, you know, so every year we're trying to add and do a little bit more, a little bit better, because the easiest way to get more registrations is, is constantly improving and, and adding elements to it. So we don't know what the next nonprofit will be, but we're looking for like, how do we make this a Monday through Sunday event as opposed to a Thursday through Sunday right now? And that's only done by partners. We're not going to add another ride and just take it all on ourselves. We're going to find someone else that could use some funds and wants to, you know, have more support. And the nice thing is when you pair with this, uh, you know, the animal shelter might, you know, see some benefit as well. Right. So 
you know, if, when they come out to our downtown partnership ride and they bring a, a few dogs with them, like the, everyone just gravitates to the puppies, you know, so it helps benefit everybody with the, with the idea of hopefully raising some funds at the end. Yeah. Nobody can say no to puppies. That's the rule. Yeah. Um, you've mentioned a couple of things about Erie, but for those who may not be familiar, tell us about your area. Tell us about your organization. Yeah. Happy to share. So uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, it's uh, right on the lake. So we're one of the, one of the great destinations, the only access through the state of Pennsylvania in order to get up here. Uh, our big thing is we're right on the, the two interstates, Interstate 90 and Interstate 79, which allows a 90 minute drive to three major cities between mm -hmm. Cleveland, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh. So when we target events, we typically go after the ones you're going to drive to within, you know, six hours or less. And we got a great pool of people. And to get to Erie from Toronto is about a six hour drive or less, depending on traffic as well. Uh, so that's our, our sweet spot of what we go after. Traditionally, we're a summer season destination. I mentioned Prescott State Park. It does about five million visitors a year, which is pretty big for us. So yeah. um, although we don't turn away events like CycleFest that's in the summer, we target the seasonal ones, you know, the shoulder seasons. Um, how do we help support our businesses where where all the beachgoers aren't, aren't coming to town for us? So that's our kind of big thing. We were lucky enough to uh, work with 30 different facilities this year uh, within our county. So we don't just rely on, we don't have a major uh, you know complex that we only go after. Um, we we spread it all around and everybody has different levels of what's a win for them, you know, so yeah. they don't all need to be city-wise. It can be, you know, something that is impactful for, for them. Um, and we also incubate a lot of events. That's really our, our success story is that we do a great job of finding all of our associations and our local, um, you know, participants and family members that say, you know, I'm sick, always driving to that tournament, you know, why do I have yeah. to all summer go play? Well, how do we get, you know, four or five of those tournaments to take place in our destination? And we find people that want to raise their hand and we support them to do it. Cause like I mentioned before, we don't run a lot of events, but what we do is we go find those ones that have interest and, and give them all the tools and assets that we can give them to run an event. And we had, I believe it's right around 83% renewal rate and retaining events from the year prior. So that just allows us to give them better events. You know, they take the same mentality as us, just improve it a little bit every single year to the point where, you know, people can't say no to registering again. And then we just go out and try to find another 20 new events to supplement the ones that are aging out, you know, that, that weren't going to come back no matter what we did. That's just mm -hmm. the nature of their touring, you know, style. You mentioned something new every year. What do you guys have coming up that you'd like to talk about? That's a, that's a great question. So I would be remiss if I didn't mention something that's not sports related because it comes up in every one of our staff meetings through Visit Erie, uh, you know, our, our, our parent company. Um, so we have coming on April 8th, a total uh, solar eclipse. So that's a big oh, deal for us. Yes, I don't know you guys are perfect about. position. Exactly. Yeah. So we're pushing for that. That one uh, we've been planning over a year uh, to, to figure out how we're going to take advantage of something that's naturally happening. And we think it's going to be our biggest tourism driver in our lifespan. Wow. We're um, anticipating it could be between, you know, 65 to 200,000 visitors coming to town uh, to witness this, you know, phenomenon that's going to happen at three o'clock on a Monday, you know, three o'clock mm -hmm. in the afternoon. Um, so for us, it's, it's gearing towards that. And, you know, Typically, I'm trying to bring an event to town where uh, that's the reason they came. They didn't come here to stay in a hotel. They came here for a, an attraction or a reason, um, you know, but for this one, they're coming no matter what. So we're actually trying to not have any, any events sports related around then if we can. There's a there's a, a dance competition that's taking place, but it'll be gone hopefully by Sunday and they can choose whether they want to stay for the eclipse or not. Uh, and then we're also bringing in our state bowling tournament for us, which is a major win. Uh, it takes place over nine weekends. It's kind of a sneaky wow. event for our community because most people don't even know it's taking place if, if you're not a bowler or, or in that that uh, you know group. But it does about four thousand bowlers over the course of nine weeks, um, April through through June. So it kicks off the weekend of the eclipse, which is kind of interesting. But 
uh, you know, that those are a couple of things that we're jumping at. You guys have a busy spring coming up then for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. We're All looking right. forward to it. Ben, thank you so much. Uh, hopefully we can all learn a little bit from that great advice you gave us and congratulations again on that win as well. Hey, thanks. I appreciate the time and looking forward to hearing all, all the future you know, podcasts you guys have going on. Absolutely. Yeah, this is the first of many. So thank you to Ben Hugler, Director of Event Services at Erie Sports. And thank you guys for joining us as well for watching and listening to this episode of See the Sports Events Entertainment Network brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. I'm Catherine Nero and we'll see you next time.